Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This woman arrested early yesterday after an incident that saw her try to leave her home in a hurry. Deputies were called to the scene around 12.30 a.m. after neighbors reported seeing the garage door at the home come up. Then the woman in back her Mercedes out in a big hurry and screech away from the scene, all while screaming at the top of her lungs. Unfortunately, she forgot to stop and put her car in drive as she left, which means she sped away in reverse. And that's how officers caught her down the road several minutes later. Also, she forgot to put on clothing before leaving the house. As you might expect, there was a fair amount of alcohol involved. The screaming, drunk, naked, and reverse-driving 52-year-old Cecilia Fowler arrested in an incident deputies in Indian River County, Florida, have come to call Thursday. (laughs) No word on whether she put her seatbelt on or not. Well, let's hope she did for safety's sake. (laughs) I'm thinking about that story, Cliff. Yeah. I don't recall a time in my life that I've ever sat around in the nude drinking. (laughs) Never. Good point. You ever? No. Just sat around the house thinking, you know, I'll have a couple of drinks and I'm going to take my clothes off when I do it. I just don't understand why you would even start that process out. I mean, I've, I've not done that myself, but I can see instances where, you know, some people have a lifestyle where if they're at home, they really don't wear any clothes. And it's Florida, so it's nice and warm there. So they can get away with that and not, you know, freeze to death. What is the mental image of Nick from Altwell whipping <laughs> really? through my head? Really? Yes, yes I know. You to start Friday off with that? I'm sorry, but it came through oh, my good head. Lord. Well, Cliff, we might as well get this out there already this morning. What's that? We're having problems. Problems? Here at Country 98.1. Yeah. You know the old saying, a... Watched pot never boils. Yes. Well, another saying is, perhaps mm-hmm. you've heard this one before. What's that? Waiting on a plumber is uncomfortable. <laughs> so you're saying we're having uh, plumbing issues? We're having horrible issues. The entire one side of the building has been knocked out of the restroom facilities here at Country 98.1. Everything was working I, fine when you and I left yesterday. No, you're absolutely right. But this morning... Mm-hmm. Giant signs written in neon, I guess so we could see them in the dark, <laughs> posted on the doors. Yeah. Do not use. It's both the men's and women's yes. restrooms are out of order. Yes. On this side of the building. So. Uh, I was going to say, so uh, how are we going to go to the bathroom? Making things uncomfortable, stuff? waiting for the plumber. <laughs> Doesn't the, um, isn't there like a corporate bathroom? Do you have the key? <laughs> well, No. <laughs> Did they leave it unlocked, knowing we'd be here really early before anyone else got here and we might have to go? Well, no. (laughs) So, here we said uncomfortable. Now that you... I was not uncomfortable before, but now I can't stand... (laughs) I know. I'm the same way. I'm hoping the cover of darkness stays for a while. I can't laugh now. I know. I know. (laughs) 
We did was, by all accounts, a brutal attack, but the Russian man named Shakur eventually recovered. Police there say he was stabbed 13 times, and before doctors could get him stabilized, he nearly died. You might imagine the bloody, frenzied melee right out of a Hollywood horror film, the image of which will grow worse once you know that Shakur's girlfriend was apparently the one responsible for the attack. She was taken into custody, and as the man recovered in the hospital, she was tried and found guilty of attempted murder. Apparently, Shakur had recovered enough to attend the sentencing hearing, and just as the judge was about to bang the gavel and pronounce sentence on the woman, the victim disrupted courtroom proceedings. To get down on one knee, produce a diamond ring, and propose marriage to the woman who tried to kill him. <laughs> He appealed to the judge for leniency and said they intended to arrange the date of their mar their marriage as soon as possible. Pretty smart guy, actually, Cliff. <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, she's not going to be around. <laughs> she's going to prison. Yeah, so it's like, well, doesn't have to put up with her now. <laughs> Might as well be married Might to her. Might as well be married to her. She's not Just coming back put around. Put those names in the love machine and see what comes out. This coming Monday is the third Monday of the month. And according to research, yeah. the third Monday of January mm -hmm. is the most depressing, gloomiest day <laughs> of the entire year. Now, I'm telling you this now yeah. so that we can all practice being gloomy over the weekend. And then we all, when we all meet back here on Monday... Let's have a gloom off. <laughs> we can actually do it for real. We can do a gloom off on Monday morning here, showing us pictures of you and your frowny faces, and give a prize away, Cliff. <laughs> Who has a, the gloomiest face? Yes. Okay. The frowniest frown will win a prize well, here. <laughs> I'd like to tell you that sounds like fun, but it's actually rather sad. Cliff, the survey yeah. is out, and uh, I'll ask you this question. Okay. How much money do you think someone needs to make? Before yeah. most of us think that they're actually rich. How much money a year? You mean like an annual yes. salary? They did a survey about this. and People would think they're rich yes. if they made more than X number of dollars a year. Yes. Let's say like $100,000. Yes. I'm going to go with $100,000. That's exactly right. How would you know really? that? Did you read I that? Just get, no, I haven't. I didn't, no, I didn't read anything like that. That is... I was just guessing. That's exactly right. The majority, and a vast majority of people yeah. say, if you make $100,000, mm -hmm. you are rich. Okay. And the majority of people believe that being poor means yeah. you make less than $30,000 a year. <laughs> no. And I'm just wondering, Cliff. Yeah. What is something that you believe that rich people have? That rich people have? Yes. That's a good question. Yes. I mean, because it's different for everyone. Um, is this on the survey, too? I mean, is this No, this is just are, uh, this your is own just opinion. Your own, yes. You mean, like, say, an in-ground swimming pool? You know, a lot of times that, that is I mean, a, if, someone, if I see someone and they've got look at that, they've got an in-ground swimming pool. Because there's expenses right. there. You're absolutely right. All the time. Yeah. And that's a good one, Cliff. Okay. I think I would go with a, mm -hmm. what is something that I believe rich people have. I think it would be um, indoor plumbing that actually works. <laughs> but you have a slightly different perspective on things. At home, you have the, you know, curse of kick upon us well, yes, affecting I do. your plumbing. I do have that yeah. all the time, uh -huh. yes. I wonder what it looks like, Cliff. 
You ever thought about that? <laughs> wonder what what looks like. The executive uh, restroom here at Country oh, 98. Oh, the one that's currently locked. Yes. The only one in the building now functioning, at least we think it's functioning, but we have no way to access it because it's locked. Yes. You ever wonder what I, it looked I, like? I, I'm trying not to spend time thinking about it because I've never seen it and I don't anticipate being allowed to see it. Let your imagination <laughs> run, Cliff. I've thought okay. about it a lot, actually. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> For some reason, when you open the door, I yeah. feel like, uh, you know, if you was ever lucky enough to, mm-hmm. I feel like there would be this warm, yellow, glowing light that would appear. Okay. Very you, c- very comforting and warming. Yes. Right, okay. And you would hear this, <laughs> kind of like a welcoming tune. To, okay. You know, as you come in. It was in. like intro music as you walk in. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No words, just the just intro the, music. Right. Yeah. And the light cascades yeah. on you. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a red-headed parrot in there, too. <laughs> Why would there be a parrot? I don't know. I just think there's a free-range <laughs> parrot that flies around in there. No cage or nothing. <laughs> I can't imagine a red-headed parrot in the executive bathroom. Just kind of watching. You know, cocking just his, watching. Cocking his head back and forth like a parrot does, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's bizarre. Well, it is a little bizarre, but that's that's what rolls through my head when I see that okay. doorway that's right. you know locked. Well, Cliff, this yeah. is kind of weird too. What's that? I read this morning that some Russian post offices now yeah. serve beer. <laughs> so you can, and you're in Russia, you can go mail a letter, buy a stamp, and get a beer. Yes. Okay. I'm wondering if this is really a good idea. Now, Why usually, Cliff. That? I don't understand. Yeah. Usually, the post offices that I frequent yeah. are in small towns and communities. Yeah. Princeton and Owensville right. and Fort Branch. Mm-hmm. I have been into the Evansville post office, and sometimes if you hit it wrong, it's a long, long wait in that line. It's a busy operation. It is I very too, busy. I too have been in there. There's a lot of people yeah. at all yeah. times that are in there. Yes. And now. The bad idea would be if you're standing in line there and mm-hmm. you're drinking beer and you keep waiting and waiting <laughs> and you get another beer and yeah. by the time you get to the front of the line, yeah. you need to go to the bathroom and start the process <laughs> over again. You have to get out of line to go to the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> kind of like now, huh, Cliff? I was going to say, thanks for bringing that up. The fact that, you know, people have to stop what they're doing and go to the bathroom because we have no way to go here. Cliff, we were discussing how much you have to earn a year before people think you're rich. And the survey indicated, and I threw out the number that matched it. People, if you make more than a hundred thousand dollars a year, people would say that you're rich. Yes. And then I got to thinking, Cliff, as one thing leads to another. Mm -hmm. You know, Dolly Parton is considered one of the wealthiest female singers in the world. Did you know that? I, I did not know that, actually. They estimated that she's worth somewhere yeah. in the neighborhood of half a billion dollars. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Half so a cl- billion. Clearly, she's made some wise business decisions. Very wise. Uh, with her income over the course of many years of singing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, also, Cliff, tomorrow is Dolly's birthday. Really? Dolly will be 73 years young. Wow. Tomorrow. And then I got to thinking, yeah, how would somebody like Dolly Parton <laughs> celebrate a birthday? If you were a fly on the wall, what, what would you see Dolly Parton doing for her birthday? If you could follow her, her around all right. day long, how do you think yeah. she would celebrate a birthday? 
I'm sure it would be well, much different than what I would do. Well, clearly. Yes. Because you're not worth half a billion dollars. That's exactly right. <laughs> My guess is that there would be a big cake with lots of candles. Because, as we all know, she's got quite a healthy set of lungs to blow all the candles out. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she doesn't care about her age. No, no, I, she's not ashamed of not one let bit. people know what it is. No. And she would probably do something for the, the folks at Dollywood. You're the, probably right. The celebration would be more about the people at Dollywood than, you know, some of those places that she owns than herself. But I can tell you what she would not be doing on her birthday. Talking to us? <laughs> well, clearly, yeah, that. Yeah. She would also not be doing... She might be excited, but she would not be jumping up and down. <laughs> I thought we were going to work all the way around that. But no, you put us right back in the septic tank there, didn't you? It's the only place we got. Yes. Certainly can't go to the bathroom. Well, Cliff, let's try line six. All right. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is, in fact, Taylor Pickens. <laughs> You're pulling my leg. No, seriously. There is no way you can miss this, right, Taylor? I know. I, I'm feeling pretty nervous because if I do miss this, it might go down in history as it, one of the worst fails. It might. We might actually make fun of you. Yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> And any time we make a mistake, we will call it a Taylor Pickens we've just done. I think Walt will probably adopt that, too, and use it at work. Yes. Okay, Taylor. Let's hear what you got. Yeah. All right. Here I go. Oh, crap. I didn't think you guys would answer. Taylor Pickens. <laughs> hey, Taylor. You just pulled a Taylor Pickens on us. Oh, no. You're off by one <laughs> yeah. word. Yeah, it's right there at the beginning. Should I, should I try again? Are yeah, you, you we'll give yeah, you yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, go ahead, try again. You. Oh, crap. I didn't think you guys would answer. Taylor Pickens. Congratulations. That's, That's it. Oh, thank you for yeah. giving me a chance to save myself. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that would have been embarrassing. That would have been embarrassing. Yeah. But you said oh to begin with, didn't yeah. you, Taylor? I sure did. Yes, you did. Well, congratulations. You're going to the Grand Ole Opry along with a guest, and uh, you have a great time there. Who do you want to see, Taylor? I'd like to see Chris Stapleton, but I don't know if that's possible. Well, I'll tell you what. You go to Opry.com and you look at their schedule, and you'll probably see him on there, okay? Well, thank you guys very much. I Th really appreciate it. You're quite welcome, Taylor, and you have a great day, even though you are working with Walter, okay? Yeah, right. Every day is a great day working with Walter. There yeah. you go. See you, Taylor. <laughs> see you later. Bye-bye. Wow. We almost pulled off a Taylor Pickens that was, there. That was Boy, we tiptoed right up to the edge of the line. Yes, we did. Looked wow. over the precipice. But congratulations. Yeah. I'm glad he won. Well, Willie Nelson's getting ready to step in here and do a little singing for us here, Cliff. And okay. I got to thinking about this. All right. Kind of wandering around in my mind this morning. <laughs> Which is scary when things just wander around in your mind. Well, we talked about Dolly Parton earlier. Yeah. Birthday girl tomorrow. Brian. And Willie getting ready to sing. And I thought, yeah. you know... These two have known each other for years and years and years. Well, true. And I just wondered, in all of those years, has yeah. Dolly Parton mm -hmm. ever been in Willie Nelson's tour bus? <laughs> like paid a visit? Yes. Like they're at the same place. Right. At the same so here time. we are, and I'm going to go over and see what Willie's doing. Yeah. So Dolly Parton goes to his tour bus, and in that sweet little Willie boy or uh, Dolly voice. 
she announces herself and goes up in the tour bus. Yes. I'm sure it's probably happened at some point. Do you think he actually offered her the relaxation medication he has inside there? <laughs> Can you picture that well, happening? from what I understand, not that I've ever been there, just from what I understand, the reading, it's pretty well just available. If you want some, just pick it up. You think she would? <laughs> just your best guess. I mean, we don't know her by no means. Right. You think so? I, I think it's entirely plausible that she would, yes. I mean, would you turn that down if you were given the opportunity? Well, being an upright citizen that I am, Cliff, <laughs> I would be forced to. You know what I'm saying. Right. Well, let's say you were, you, were, you were in Colorado where anything like that goes. Yeah, I'm just picturing Dolly Parton a little baked is what I'm trying to, <laughs> right. try to think of right in my head right now. Now that. Yeah. I'd want to be a fly on the wall for. And she's smoking a joint with Willie Nelson. And I would like to, uh, yes, I'd like to, yes. I would like to see the outcome of that. Cliff, I read this morning that Super Bowl yes. officials are mm. very worried that the government shutdown could cause airport delays for people attending the game in Atlanta on February the 3rd. Well, I mean, that's what they say about the air traffic controllers. They're kind of working on a skeleton staff, bare bones, and uh, not to mention the security people, and they're all not getting paid to go to work. Well, let's hope that nobody misses the Super Bowl because, yeah. the, you know, the price of the tickets and staying there and all of that stuff, yeah. just because of these airport delays, and mm -hmm. I hope that doesn't happen. With the possible exception of Maroon 5, they could be left behind. <laughs> and we, yeah. They could miss that flight. <laughs> yeah. Cliff, yeah. one of the things I like about the Take It to the Bank, mm -hmm. besides it being an award-winning segment on radio, <laughs> the other thing I like is it's all about the truth. And the well, thing about the truth is yeah. the truth doesn't care. Yeah. It is what it is. Okay. You can't dress it up and make it look at all pretty and yeah. speak flowingly and glowingly of it because yeah. it doesn't care. And so on today's Take It to the Bank, okay. we're going to have a truth about about one of the uh, Wright brothers. Okay. First in flight brothers, you know? Yeah. That you may not... I know not, who the Wright brothers are. Well, I'm just in case somebody listening oh, didn't. Okay. That you may not know yeah. about one of the brothers. Okay. And his name is Orville. And he got to fly yeah. first yeah. because him and his brother flipped a coin. <laughs> Well, I knew that. I'll bet you didn't know this fact coming up, Cliff. Okay. We'll All find right. out. It's time for Take It to the Bank. and Well, Cliff, oh, yeah. the Wright brothers, yeah. their dad made them promise to him yes. that they would never, ever fly together. And they kept that promise except for one exception that their dad actually let them have. Okay. And they flew together for six minutes. Okay. And possibly there's a reason dad knows best. You see, the Wright brothers, Cliff, weren't just pioneers of flying. Yeah. They were also, at least one of them, the pioneer of plane crashes. <laughs> That's right. The pioneer of plane crashes. Yeah. We'll give that honor to Orville Wright. Not only was he the yeah. first man to ever fly, mm -hmm. the first person to die in a plane crash yeah. was an Army lieutenant by the name of Thomas Selfridge <laughs> in 1908. And let me guess, he was a passenger in the plane. That Orville Wright that was Orville flying. That Orville Wright was flying. That's exactly right. So, Cliff? Well? That's the truth. I believe that. 
He's the pioneer of plane crashes. <laughs> well, he's the first one to ever kill somebody in one. Who's the pioneer of morning radio crashes? Paul's in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. He starts it still in the morning at 10. Yes. Well, next Wednesday, Cliff, at the yeah. Ford Center at 7.30, they've got, uh, well, that event that's going on that I can't pronounce. I just can't just say the word. You refuse to. I can't do it. You don't even try. It sounds horrible. Cirque du Soleil. Yes, that's it. And we've got two tickets to Wednesday's performance of that. Okay. And I thought, why not? Can we squeak in or squeeze in? (laughs) Squeak in? Can we squeak in? Yes. I would say we could squeak in. A little two truths and a lie? Sure. You think we got time? Yeah. Okay. You plan on doing it after this song? I'm going to do it right after this song. And I'm even going to give you the subject materials. How's that on all three? Okay. If you know something about peanuts and peanut butter, all right, space and collisions. <laughs> Regular listeners to this program already know a lot about collisions. Well, there we go. It's two truths and a lie. Let's all see right. who our contestant is. Hi, who's this? This is Darren. Darren? Yes. Okay. Ready to play two truths and a lie for tickets for Cirque du Soleil? Sure. I'll do my best. All okay. right. Well, I hope you know something about peanuts and collisions and space. So here we go, Darren. The love machine. Well, yeah, there you go. Well, Darren, I'm going to give you these three statements. One of these is an absolute lie. You tell me which one it is, and you're going to be our winner. Statement number one, it takes approximately 540 peanuts to make one 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. Number two, the word collision is only supposed to be used when two moving objects hit each other. And statement number three, you could last about three minutes in space without a spacesuit and a helmet before you'd go unconscious. Which one of those is the lie? I'll say number two. No, that's actually Ooh. the truth. Ooh. I am so sorry you Darn. did not win. Yeah. Number three is the lie, Darren. You yeah. would last about 15 seconds before you go unconscious in space. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you for trying, Thank though. You. Bye-bye. Uh. And they actually think, Cliff, you could stay alive in space without a suit on for about yeah. three minutes. But you would be unconscious You'd be after unco- 15 seconds. Yes. And uh, yeah. Darren thought that the number two was the big lie. Yeah. Well, actually, Cliff, mm-hmm. that's true. When one object is moving and the other one is standing still, it's called an elision. 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 Not a collision. <laughs> an elision. Who would have ever thought that? I had never heard of that word in my entire life. And you're like a wordsmith guy. I'm kind of like, yeah, elision. I'm going to have to go look that up and see if it needs to be worked into various news stories about car crashes. Cliff, anything said today? Uh, morning Roadshow phrases of the day. Start with number three. The pioneer of plane crashes. Number two. Smoked a joint with Willie Nelson. Speculation abounds as to whether Dolly did or not. And the number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today. Waiting on a plumber is uncomfortable. It still is, by the way. And still waiting, too. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. What, six hours into this? Yeah. 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 Mercy. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.